Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, and welcome to the wrap-up live. This is the official Raptors Republic live post-game show where we recap, we dissect, we have some fun talking about the latest Raptors game you just watched. I'm your host, Sahal Abdi. Uh, this show will be produced by Kian Haddad, all, all the way in the background. And tonight, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it was a little bit of a snooze fest. The, the Toronto Raptors defeated the LA Lakers 126 to 113. That brings the Raptors record to one game above 513 and 12 on the NBA season. And I ask you this every single time, guys. I ask as politely as I can. If you love the Toronto Raptors, do us hardworking individuals at Raptors Republic a favor. Subscribe to the Raptors Republic YouTube if you haven't already. And the Rapcast podcast channel, wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, Let's get into the game. So notable injuries in this game. I mean, that was probably the headline that dominated. You had LeBron James out of the game, Anthony Davis out of the game. And those two guys did play the night before, Tuesday night. This is the second game of a back-to-back for the LA Lakers. And I'm just going to come out and flat-out say it. If the Raptors didn't come out with a win in this one, I, and probably everyone listening, would, I mean, we'd be frustrated. We'd be a little frustrated. Um, It was unfortunate that the Raptors made this look as ugly as possible. And we're going to get into the bad, which did unfortunately happen today. It wasn't, uh, you know, the Raptors did have control of the game the entire uh, four quarters. However, uh, it could have looked a lot better, I mean, in terms of the shooting efficiency. But we'll get into that a little bit later. We'll talk about the good to start. And like I said, the Raptors did win by 13. They controlled the game. The Lakers were shooting sub 40% all game, really up until the fourth quarter. Uh, They ended up shooting uh, 42.5% to end the game. The Raptors shot 44%, uh, but they did shoot 19 more shots. In the LA Lakers, they shot 106 attempts while the Lakers only attempted 87 shots. So you see where the discrepancy lies. The Raptors did hit 10 more shots than the Lakers, which is why you can see, of course, by the score, the Raptors won by 13. I think when you look at a game like this, LeBron's out, Anthony Davis is out. And um, uh, for the Raptors, I guess when you walk into a game like this where you're not only the first stars out of the game, but the second stars as well. Um, this has to be a bounce-back game for the Raptors. They are not uh, coming off of a back-to-back. They got some rest last night. The Lakers did not. The Lakers are exhausted. They characterized LeBron's injury, um, you know, his injury designation as soreness, which, I mean, LeBron's in year, what, 20, I think this is for him. Soreness just means fatigue. LeBron's not trying to play a back-to-back when he doesn't have to. Um, and unfortunately enough for the Lakers, they are 10-13. and 13. Uh, they were 10 and 13 heading into this game. They are now 10 and 14. Uh, people forget that the, the the Lakers did start the season off, I believe, 0 and 7, 0 and 8, some, something something like that, something around there. It did not look pretty uh, for the Lakers to begin the season. Lucky enough for them, they did have Anthony Davis uh, essentially turn up into an MVP candidate in the games that he's played. He has looked like the Anthony Davis of old. 
But the Raptors were not going up against that tonight. And when you look at how the game started, funny enough, I mean, who, who would have expected anything more than the Lakers going down 11-0 to the Raptors uh, until Russell Westbrook decided enough was enough. Um, but, I mean, enough wasn't enough because the Raptors piled it on. They led 39-31 after the first quarter. And then the second quarter uh, outscored the Lakers 31-16. to So at that point, they were up 23. And, it, I mean, they just didn't give up the lead um, from that point forward. Pascal Siakam finished the game with 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists. Two steals and only two turnovers. He was 10 for 20 from the field. So Pascal... Clearly, I mean, from the box score and the eye test from everyone watching, I mean, if you were watching all four quarters without getting up once for a break of whatever, whether it was a, a food break or whatever, I mean, I have to give you a round of applause because this was uh, a little bit of a snooze fest, a game like this, where the Raptors held control of the game. They were up 10, 15, 20, 25 points uh, for what felt like the entire game. Um, Pascal Siakam led the Raptors. OG Ananobi had 23 points. He did shoot under 50%, which isn't ideal, again, for OG Ananobi, um, especially going up against a Lakers team that, I mean, again, like I said, you're missing your best defensive player in Anthony Davis. There's not much room protection, especially when Thomas Bryant's out of the game. Uh, I mean, Thomas Bryant, to be fair, isn't you know a fantastic room protector in his own right. Um, he does get a few you know uh, impact blocks in the game, but uh, you would like to see this be a bounce-back game for the Raptors, not even in the sense of, you know, they need to win by more than 13 points or they need to not allow the Lakers to score 113. I think more than anything, uh, you just need to see shooting efficiency from your best players. And I think Pascal Siakam's a guy the Raptors have relied on all season to uh, be a superstar for them. And he's given them everything. I mean, at this point, at the contract that the Raptors have Pascal Siakam at, which I believe is somewhere between 25 to $35 million a year, it looks like a little bit of a bargain considering there are guys in the league getting paid 40, 45, $50 million a year. Um, some of them like Russell Westbrook, for example, right. Um, and again, no, not piling on a Russell Westbrook. I feel like, uh, you know, NBA Twitter and, and uh, Los Angeles Lakers Twitter, believe it or not, does enough of that. So I'm not, I'm not hopping into that wagon. Um, OG Ananobi, like I said, he was eight for 19, not a terrible game from the field, right? He was a plus 12, 23.6 rebounds. Uh, just an assist, a steal, and a block. He only had a turnover. But I think the um, the thing that I want to speak about really just comes down to the to the three point percentage. And I think the Raptors shooting forty three three point attempts. And I told you guys I'm going to save the bad for a little bit later. Um, but here it is: the Raptors shot forty three three point attempts and only hit twelve of them. That's twenty seven point nine percent from the field. Not great. Uh, considering Fred Van Fleet, who is supposed to be one of your best three-point shooters, um, you know, shot three for 12. OG Ananobi was two for eight. Pascal Siakam was one for four. Uh, it just, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, Gary Trent Jr. in this game was two for nine. Felt like nothing was going down from the Raptors uh, on, on good attempts too. I mean, it, it's not like the Raptors are here throwing up awful uh, shots, shot attempts. Um, they were getting really really good looks in this game. And I think um, it's just tough. Things just aren't falling. And I'm trying my best, guys, to stay optimistic. I'm trying my best to, um, you know, look at this game and go, you know what? Well, this guy's just in a slump and that guy's just in a slump. Well, really, When it really comes down to it, um, there has to come a time where um, we need guys like Fred and OG to step up and, and, and um, 
you know, be efficient from beyond the arc. The good thing I think with, with Fred is that if you take out the three for 12 from three, he was five for eight from the, from inside the arc. Um, he did shoot very well from around the rim, which is normally something that Fred Van Fleet struggles with. So we saw the opposite Fred Van Fleet where he three wasn't hitting, but everything inside the arc was hitting. And I mean, I'm okay with that. It's not a terrible look, especially because Fred ended with uh, 25 points, seven assists, uh, four rebounds, but, and he was a plus 19. So you got to give him some sort of credit for how he was controlling the game. But I think you, you look at this game and Oren, our co-host tweeted about it. Uh, William Liu tweeted about it. Um, I believe Kyle Brickman, our other co-host also tweeted about it. Um, you know, you win this game and this is a game you absolutely should win. I mean, if either Anthony Davis or LeBron, Day, LeBron James are out of this game, you should probably win the game. But Beyond that, you want to see encouraging details that come out of this game. And I think uh, that was probably the most difficult thing. But the Raptors did not look encouraging from the three-point line, um, you know, shooting from the field, only 44% against the decimated Lakers team did not look great. Um, but again, there were positives. There were positives. Pascal Siakam, I mean, what can you say? He's a superstar, right? I mentioned that he not only did he have 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists, he was a game high uh, plus 22. I mean, no one was really close to that besides Fred Van Fleet in this game. Um, being a plus 22 in a game like this where you only play 30, 32 minutes um, and you shoot 20 shots. I did not, it did not feel like Pascal Siakam shot 20 shots in only 32 minutes, but he hit 10 of them. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I don't know with the Raptors. I don't know if I'm ready to press the big red button just yet and say that, you know, this team um is in dire need of two or three or four more shooters um when you look at the raptors best players in fred van fleet og ananobi pascal siakam and and gary trent jr and scotty barnes three of those five guys should probably be hitting uh three pointers at a pretty good clip in fred og and i guess you could probably say pascal siakam as well he hasn't really been a liability from beyond the arc this season um but more than that you look at gary trent jr those three guys, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, and Gary Trent Jr., are guys that you look at and you say, uh, we need high 30% um, on a long sample, at least. We need high 30%, low 40% three-point rates from you three. Um, Pascal Siakam dominates at a level uh, inside where you don't necessarily need Pascal to go four for seven or four for eight from three. You don't even need him to attempt that many shots. Um, but I think with Gary Trent Jr. and Fred Van Vliet, their game relies on uh, the three ball opening everything else up for them. So uh, very difficult. Um, someone did mention in the live comments that we do have Otto Porter recovering as well. He is, uh, you know, career, I believe it's close to 40% three-point shooter. So, I mean, having Otto Porter obviously back would help a lot. Precious Achua um, is a guy that, at least in the second half of last season, shot extremely well from the field. Um, so you got to give Precious Achua some some. Uh, a little bit of leeway when he gets back as well. I'm not sure you you rely on a guy like Precious to come back um, and just start barraging threes out of nowhere for you, but he's a guy that he can build off of what he uh, achieved last year. Um, he did shoot not that great um, in, the, in the first half of last season. I think the second half was a huge, huge encouragement. I think he shot plus 40% from three. He was at 48% at one point, so... Um, I mean, yeah, this was this was not a, a aesthetically pleasing game to watch, um, by all means. It was a Lakers team that was hurt by injury. It was a Raptors team that's just trying to find their way. I mean, just one game above 500, 
We've mentioned on previous shows that the Raptors, um, you know, they do not look like the Raptors that we are used to seeing, unfortunately, um, which is uh, something that I think all Raptors fans can agree on. Um, but now, I mean, there are some bounce back games. You have the Lakers who you played tonight off of a back-to-back, missing their two best players. Friday night, you got the Orlando Magic. Um, Saturday night, you, I'm sorry, Sunday night, you have the Orlando Magic again. And weirdly enough, you have two not back-to-back, but I guess Friday night, Sunday night, you have the Orlando Magic in Orlando, and then Sunday night, you would think it would be a home and an away and a home or a home and away, but both games are in Orlando, which I'm not angry about. I mean, Orlando is 5-20 and 20 this season. I just found that out. So um, that's, I guess, two bounce-back games the Raptors can come back from when you look at the schedule, but we'll get into a little that a little bit further. But um, just on a short-term look, the Raptors do not look like the Raptors. And um, Aisha did mention in the live comments that the Orlando Magic just beat the LA Clippers. So, I mean, sure. Uh, quick fact check. Let me let me quickly determine this really quick. They did. They beat them in overtime. Uh, Mo Wagner, twenty points, thirteen rebounds, one sixteen, one eleven. Sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess. So now Orlando's coming off of a win. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what what that game follows. But in this game. With the Lakers, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Lakers went down 11-0, um, and they switched to a zone later in the game. The Raptors found out, I guess, really quick uh, that this zone is is something that they struggle with sometimes, um, and that that got the Lakers to cut it a little, cut the lead a little bit. And then second quarter, I guess they just found it out, and the Lakers kind of strayed away from the zone. They played man. And the Raptors just tore them apart in the second quarter. I mean, if you could extrapolate the second quarter to the entire game, I I would be here talking about how the Raptors have turned the corner, um, even against, like I said, a decimated Lakers team. But I mean, we're not, we're just not there yet. The Raptors, unfortunately enough, um, did look like they struggled at points in this game. So um, this isn't a game I think where we can walk away from and say, I mean, it's a win. A win's a win, right? A win's a win, and. Uh, Oren loves saying that on the show, wins a wins a win. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we'll all take it, right? But I think going into the next game versus Orlando, this is another team that struggles quite a bit. And now you want to see a team that, uh, a Raptors team that um, really imposes their will. I mean, like I said, I'm not worried about winning by eight or winning by 10 or winning by 15. Um, I want to see an efficiently shooting Raptors squad. I want to see three or four guys, right, shooting close to 50%, if not above from the field. I want to see a team that does not shoot, you know, 20, 27% from three. And I know, guys, I'm being a little bit gloomy here. I get it. But, you know, the season is is fl- flying by pretty fast. If I, I mean, it's already been 25 games, right? This is an 82-game season. For some, for, for me, at least, it feels like the season just started. And we're already 25 games in. So, um we got to move fast. The Raptors got to move fast. They're healthy now. All their guys are there, right? There's no excuses really anymore. Um, I think you have to kind of turn it around from a shooting efficiency standpoint. Um, Looking at the rest of the team though, I mean, I didn't mention Scotty Barnes yet. Um, I mean, the one thing that kind of sticks out, he's a minus 13 in this game. Uh, He did have 13 points and 17 rebounds, five of them being offensive rebounds. So you can't really fault Scotty for not showing effort in a game like this. I mean, having 17 rebounds and five offensive is huge. 
he was six for 12 from the field. He shot 50%. Um, and yeah, I mean, sure. I'll take a 13.17 rebound, double, double from Scotty every single night. Sure. I mean, hundred percent four assists, which is right around the usual for Scotty this season. Um, and then looking at the rest of the team uh, off the bench, Gary Trent jr. He did again, come off the bench in this game. He did play starter minutes, 33 minutes. He had 18 points on six or 15 shooting. Again, shooting efficiency, not the best, but sure, I'll take it. He was a plus 16 in this game. Chris Boucher, he came off the bench, and we finally saw the Chris Boucher. He, I mean, he's back. He's back. Chris Boucher is back. He did have 16 points. He had seven uh, rebounds. And Chris Boucher has looked like the best offensive rebounder on the Raptors this season. He's proven it. Uh, he had three in this game. He was a plus five. He shot seven for 11, which is incredibly encouraging to see from Chris Boucher off the bench. Uh, he deserved every one of those 25 minutes that he got uh, from Nick Nurse in this game. Thaddeus Young did play quite a bit as well. He was at 19 minutes. Uh, he did not score, which is something that we're a little bit used to uh, seeing from Thaddeus Young, uh, a guy that doesn't necessarily have to put it in the basket, uh, so to speak, to have an impact on the game. He had two rebounds, four assists, three steals in this game. He was a plus eight um, for Thaddeus Young. All the other guys, Malachi Flynn, Sham Penny, Downton Jr., and Delato Banton did not play until there was three, four minutes left in the game. So not much to comment on from them. But um, overall, I mean, when you look at the overall conclusion of this game, you look at Pascal Siakam, he was the star of the game. And then you look at OG Ananobi, Fred, um, and Scott. OG Ananobi, Fred, and Gary Trent Jr. And you say that maybe you need a little bit better in terms of shooting from them. Again, that's you would think that's a bit strange coming from guys when you look at the points uh, with Fred having 25, OG having 23, and Gary having 18. But uh, having 25 points on 20 shots is not the greatest. Having 23 points on 19 shots is not the greatest, right? 18 points on 15 shots for Gary Trent Jr., not the greatest. Um, but again, like I said, a win's a win. This is one that we'll take. Um, no one will ever not accept the win, so we'll do that. Uh, the end, uh, Palin says here, the end had me nervous, not going to lie. The end had me a little nervous as well. I mean, the Lakers looked like they were making a little bit of a comeback uh, at the end of the fourth quarter there, and then the Raptors kind of just closed it out um, as well. Uh, let's get into – let's do a man's – let's talk about Manscaped really quickly, our friends at Manscaped. And um, on our post-game show, Wrap Up Live, we all use the Lawnmower 4.0. It has skin-safe technology. It has a replaceable ceramic blade, so you can trim with confidence. It's got an LED light, so you can always see what you're doing. And what's more about the Lawnmower 4.0, uh, it has a completely wireless charging system, and it's waterproof. It's trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. If you do the math, that's over 4 million balls. Don't make this awkward. So why don't you join them and join us at Manscaped? Uh, we love it. We love the products. I know Oren was talking about them the other day. You, we, uh, Manscaped uses all the right tools for the job because when it comes to balls, you do not want to take any chances. And yes, I got the green light to say balls as many times as I want to during this ad read. Do not waste your money on these cheap blades from the dollar store down the street, your trusty gas station, or even your local corner store. Trust us at Wrap Up Live. It's not worth the risk nor the trouble to get those really crappy um, razors We've all used them, guys, if you're listening. We've all used them. We've all had issues with them. And plus, if you're skin sensitive like me, 
All Manscaped skincare products are infused with natural ingredients to soothe and protect your skin. I can personally vouch for it. Uh, guys, it's December 7th, right? It's Wednesday, December 7th, Christmas, the holidays, and I'm sure some birthdays are coming up. So if you're like me and you badly struggle to find gifts, right, whether it's your relative, your partner, your friend, whoever it is, Manscaped is the perfect solution for you. Go to manscaped.com and check out their all-new Lawnmower 4.0, as well as their incredible luxury grooming bundles that include two free items, a brand new travel bag, and the official, and guys, I'm really vouching for this, the official Manscaped anti-chafing boxers. You heard Aiden talk about it a few games ago. Guys, the boxers are incredible. That's two completely free-of-cost items for a grooming bundle that's already heavily discounted. So no matter what you purchase, you can receive free shipping. But if you use our show's promo code WRAPUP, that's R-A-P-U-P, you can get 20% off and free shipping on your entire order. You heard us. Enter the promo code WRAPUP, R-A-P-U-P, 20% off and free shipping for your entire Manscaped.com order. Mike, to answer your question, he says, what happened to Taxman? Uh, Taxman's still here. And because you mentioned it, I'm going to mention who the Taxman player of the night is. And I think, guys, uh, like I said, I test box score. It tells you exactly who was not only the best player, but honestly, probably the most watchable player in this game. <laughs> Pascal Siakam is your Taxman player of the night. Um, I, I got to give it to Pascal. Plus 22, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. The game just looks so easy for Pascal Siakam. Um, we kind of made a pact as co-hosts of this show that we would limit the amount of times we would give this Taxman player award to Pascal Siakam because we did it so many times last season because he was clearly the best player on the court the majority of the time he stepped on the court for the Raptors. Uh, instead, we made it who which player impressed you most. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, Pascal Siakam still impressed me the most. So Pascal Siakam is your Taxman player of the game. Um, yeah, Can-Am Tax Man. Guys, um, you guys know it by now. Taxes, canamtax.com is the place you should go. You can call them. Um, you can text them. You can do whatever. They'll answer. You can visit their website, canamtax.com, and they will respond. You can check their Google reviews. Right, you can check their Google reviews. You, you don't have to, like I always say, you don't have to believe me, guys. Whether it's Manscaped, Canam Tax, you do not have to believe me. Check their Google reviews, do your own due diligence, and find out um, about Canam Tax. They will help you with your taxes and they will find a solution for you. Yeah, wow, I almost lost my voice there. That was great. Um, John Smith says, I can't wait until Raptors Republic gets a gambling sponsor. So Hall will spend 10 minutes every night reading ads. Yeah. I mean, you guys can always join me, right? Every single night and watch me read ads the whole time. But, uh, yeah, we're going to limit the amount of, uh, partnerships we have on this show guys, because as much as we love these partnerships, as much as I love Manscaped products, as much as I love, uh, Can-Am tax filing my taxes every single year, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't always have the voice. And unless Keon, the show producer in the background, wants to step up and uh, carry the torch with these ad reads, then I, I mean, I can't. Manscaped is great. They deserve it, which is why they get such a long ad read. But other than that, guys, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, we'll leave that to Orrin and Aiden and the rest of the guys. 
Um, I think that we'll wrap it up, guys. I know this is a little bit of a shorter show. Um, we talked quite a bit about the Lakers. Um, <laughs> talked quite a bit about the Raptors. Uh, the Lakers didn't have, honestly, much to talk about. Um, I know you guys don't want me to go into a long soliloquy about Dennis Schroeder and Austin Reeves and uh, who else is on this team? Tony Brown Jr. and Max Christie and Kendrick Nunn. Um, not not a lot to talk about, but uh, that'll do it for for me tonight. Really, I really appreciate you guys showing up. It's Wednesday night. You guys do not have to be here, but we obviously have such a great family here at Wrap Up Live. And before you guys leave us tonight, I need you to like the video if you can. I mean, it's not it's not much. It's just a click of the button. Uh, we need you to also subscribe to the Raptors Republic YouTube as well as our podcast channel. You can search Rapcast in any podcast app, and you will find us. This was the wrap-up, your official Raptors Republic post-game live show, where tonight, I know, guys, it was a little bit gloomy. Your Raptors defeated the LA Lakers 126-113, to 113, bringing the Raptors record to 13-12 and 12 on the NBA season. Guys, I just have very high hopes for this Raptors team, and I mean, 25 games in, not exactly where we want to be. I'm not giving up hope at all. I do think the Raptors will turn around. I do think confidence is going to start soaring very soon. Um, but what I will say is, in this game particularly, you wanted to see a little bit more from the Raptors. Good thing is, like I said, they're playing a five-win, 20-loss team, or I guess six-win now, 20-loss team in the Orlando Magic on Friday night, which should be fun. I mean, it should be a bounce-back game. We'll see. I'm not going to call anything, but we'll see you guys all next time on Wrap Up Live. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it for myself and my show producer, Keon Haddad. We'll see you guys next time.